Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But then when people were saying you look really good, you've lost weight, and all of a sudden guys are giving me a little bit of attention, I was like, well, why would this you stop? Is, right, this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then, like when I went to college, I stopped doing that because I was having fun. I was feeling accepted, mm. and I gained a bunch of weight freshman year. So then I, it was really bad sophomore year. Yeah, was, and then I lost a ton of weight, and people are like, wait, what just happened? But I was Especially never quick. right. But I was never. Just with my bone structure, like I'm never going to be like a skeletal skin, per- thin person. No, me either. So it was never people. I've had very few people ever actually notice it. Mm-hmm. So it also made me feel really weird of ever actually verbalizing that I had an eating disorder because I was afraid that people would be like, "You're not thin enough to have an eating disorder." Ooh, because ooh, that yeah. is wow. everybody welcome back to shooters gotta shoot i am your co-host erica sparrow and i'm molly demilier and we've got a great episode this week uh with our good friend maddie smith yeah very very excited um we talk basically about body image issues yeah that we all have oh yeah everybody's got them and i think this is so timely right now just because so many people are feeling that like coming out of quarantine coming out of winter and i don't know how many people i've talked to that are like my jeans don't fit anymore more so than any other year Mm -hmm. and i think so many people are just feeling this like sort of like soul crushing feeling and it's like no one's feeling great right now but the world is opening and i don't think that should be stopping people from getting back to living their lives right i mean let me be honest with you i feel that feeling every every summer every spring summer suddenly Mm -hmm. those first couple warm days where you're like oh it's short season yeah like whatever you were wearing in the winter you dress differently in the summer yeah so i feel it every year where I don't feel great I don't feel like I look my best and it does kind of make you not want to go out and it live does. your life it which really is not what you should do but we all feel that absolutely and I think you know you me and you know even Maddie we talk a lot about like growing up as chubbier kids mm-hmm. and it's something that is just always in your head of the first thing I think of when I put on something is how fat do I look in this instead right. of like does it match? Does it, you know, does mm-hmm. it look okay? Or like, do I feel comfortable? I'm or like, do I like it? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just like, okay, how fat do I look? Not even like if I look fat. Uh, yep. Or and like, have you ever bought something that you didn't really like, but you liked how you looked in it? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes yeah. To that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's even like just sitting in a place where you're too warm, but you're like, well, the crop of this jacket looks really good or it makes me look skinny yeah. or, or you I don't, don't want to show your arms. Yes. I hate mm-hmm. the way my arms look today. Like I'm always in my head about mm-hmm. those things. And I think I don't know if this ever happens to you, but there's times where I'm just not even having fun in what I'm doing because I'm so worried about the way that I look. Um, For me, it's more not 
it's not so much the way I look in that moment where it's like, like you said, the example of like, well, I, I, I'm not going to take my jacket off mm-hmm. because you know, then I think I'll look bad in this outfit. Uh, for me, it's more, I've been in the situations where you're out and you're trying to have fun, but your brain the whole time is thinking about what you're about to eat or drink. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're basically trying to sneakily not eat or drink much yeah. and everybody else is. And you're hoping no one notices. Yeah. The spread the stuff around the plate move. I mean, I've never done that. Oh, I've done that. I, or like yeah. when I was vegan, it was just a good excuse of, oh, well, I can't eat. And it's like, well, no, I actually mm-hmm. was not a strict vegan. Right. Um, it was just it was easier because that was also a time that I was coming out of. I had like gained a bunch of weight. I was like, oh, well, I just don't want to socially be like eating. So it was a yeah. way for people to get off my back. Oh, for sure. Because there's there's nothing worse than when you are just trying to watch genuinely, as most people are. And you're out with a group and, you know, you just decide to not have some of, like, the fries or something. Mm-hmm. And people are like, what? It's one night. Yeah. Oh, it's one day. And it's like, yeah, but if I did that every weekend, that's, like, 30% of my year. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and I think... Or it's just like, leave me alone. I'm ordering what I want to eat. Right. Like, I'm an adult. I want to do what I want to do. And, like, for me, if I go and I eat fries, like, I... For example, I had fries last weekend. I've mm-hmm. been thinking about it all week. Really? Yeah. It's been driving me nuts of like, okay, well then I can't. So for the next like week, I'm going to be really safe. Like I get really, really hard on myself and really mm-hmm. strict in a super negative way. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. Yeah. Where you're suddenly like, oh, these next three days, we're only going to eat X, Y, Z. Yeah. And it's, it's not great. It's not sustainable for sure, but it's, I don't know. It's all hard. It's all yeah. frustrating. It's all hard. I got upset with my sister the other day because she basically accused me of this program I'm trying to do of not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, well, are you really doing it? And I was like, mm. are you fucking serious? I'm like, I'm weighing my food. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it just is so frustrating when you are trying and you're not seeing any results. Right. Like, okay. So something we referenced in this episode with Maddie, taking photos of yourself. Oh, I do that all the time. Okay, I don't. I've never mm-hmm. done this. I've never mm-hmm. done, like, let's try to take a before and after of, like, we're trying some program or blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And she talked about, like, oh, you just take those photos and you just zoom in and you, like, pick apart yourself. Yeah. And it's, like, I actually have been feeling good. I've been following something. I, like, didn't really feel, like, bloated or, like, fat. So I'm, like, okay, take the photos. I felt awful. Yeah. It's, I felt so awful. It's so bad. And, yeah, I I take a lot of photos of my body and it's it's awful it's it, and then to like go back through and mm-hmm. like there's there's also times where i mean everyone who follows me on instagram you know i love like a good gym photo yeah i mean do your thing that's but what everybody's doing there's actually so many that i take that i don't post because i'm like oh i look disgusting and then mm. i'll like look back at my camera roll like a month later and i'll be like oh i actually don't look that bad but because in the yeah. moment i just feel so gross that i just i can't and it's yeah it's really bad i I try not to do it as much, but mm. it's, I don't know. It's so tough. Cause you're like, I do want to see what I see, what other people see, but you're going to be just the most critical of yourself. Yeah. It's almost like, I think I'm better off just having my skinny mirror and not taking photos and looking at them. Yeah. Cause it's the whole like confidence thing. Yeah. And because I, I didn't take the photos when I genuinely started doing the program. Oh, okay. Like, it's almost like I was like, well, I'll have a couple weeks till I take that first photo. Because okay. I knew. I was like, it's not going to be good. Yeah. We've, you know, been in quarantine, especially in the winter. I couldn't really, like, move as much, be out. Like, yeah. you know, so I was like, oh, okay, now that life's back a little bit. I'm doing shows. I'm moving around. Like, I feel like I'm eating good. I was like, okay, now let's take a picture. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. And, like, I, 
I just have such specific parts of myself that I pick apart because I don't know if it was something about just like being the youngest or like people just thought I could take it growing up. Like I was picked on a lot for being so fat and like. I remember in high school there was one time a girl just like yelled at me that I had back fat and that was when I had like what the hell? lost a bunch of weight and so like there's so many parts of myself that I just look at like oh I've been picked on about this because I I would always just laugh it off because I didn't know what else to do but for basic like pretty much until college I never felt like I was attractive mm. and so it just sparked this horrible eating disorder that like most people don't even know because I would just laugh and joke around it's like no like my self-image was so so bad because I was mm. always picked on and now like even though I know I'm smaller I just always feel like I have a gut I have back fat like I told you this is most ridiculous things I know I've probably ever said but I was saying to you the other day I was like oh I know when I eat too many almonds because my back gets fat it's yeah like, i was like excuse me yeah <laughs> i saw your face and i was like i was like yeah, yeah sure I was like, like i was like i'm not gonna disagree with you because <laughs> i don't want to cause more problems yeah but i was like yeah oh, yeah totally yeah I was yeah like, I, I get it <laughs> i saw your face i was like that's my crazy coming out <laughs> yeah, I was, but i i mean people feel that yeah everybody has something that they're nitpicking yeah it's funny uh, you know what i actually i found out what love handles meant because someone called me love handles and then mm-hmm. i still couldn't i couldn't exactly understand what they were saying yeah and then i remember i really wanted a nickname really badly so i kept like trying to look for things for nicknames and i made oh, a no. list and that was on the list for a possible nickname for myself oh no and i remember my dad saw it and he was like love handles and i was like yeah i'm like trying to you know someone called me love handles and i'm like i kind of want i've never had a nickname i want a nickname he goes that's not that's not a good thing oh no and i remember no. being like what is it and i still didn't understand that yeah. it was the fat that hangs over your like pants especially Middle school was the low-rise jeans, flare, you know, era. And I always didn't have hips, but Mm -hmm. my stomach was big. So I would have to wear pants tight on my hips from the stay and a belt. So it's like, yeah, I had love handles. Same. And they peeked out once and someone called me love handles. And I still did not understand what it was. Yeah. Until like, then my dad pointed out to me and I was like, oh, that's nice. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I was about to go around being like, call me love handles. Love handles, Sparrow. (laughs) Just... <laughs> Dude, I just I, wanted a nickname that bad. I was like, I'll take love handles. I'm not. I never heard anyone get called love handles. Give it to me, love Dude, handle queen. That age is so brutal. I remember I was a little bit younger than that, and I was like at my really big. Like I yeah. was. I remember I hit a hundred pounds in fourth grade, so I was probably yo. I was big. I was hundred pounds five feet fourth grade. That's when I hit it. I wasn't five feet. Okay, I well, was very you know, short. I still was. I still look chubby. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's I, the marshmallow face. Yeah, it was bad, and so I was about that a little bit older. So I was probably like one ten, one twenty, and uh, my sister was dating the star of the track team, like state champion track mm-hmm. runner, and someone at a party was like drunk and said to him why don't you train by running with molly on your back and i was standing right next to him and i didn't get it at first and then it because i was i was a little kid i was 10 11 years old yeah and, you're like oh carry something while you run and i was like uh, some like this 17 year old boy is like being really nice to me and like he was right. so kind to me that he was always like inviting me to like do stuff and have my sister come and like just so so kind that i was like oh my god he thinks i'm cool like he's gonna hang out yeah and then it hit me later i was like oh my god i'm fat right and i just like that I think is when it all like really started for me mm-hmm. and I was just like oh my god like the whole town is picking on me and I had no idea mm-hmm. it's yeah it starts from a young age it's it really brutal yeah someone asked me if I was pregnant once when I got on the bus oh my god and and I was in an outfit that was 
I made a deal with my mom. I had to dress nice once a week. Mm-hmm. So I had to have a dress up day. And so I was in my dress up day of the outfit my mom buys me. It's a nice outfit. It's like a skirt and whatever, a tank top. Mm-hmm. And I got on the bus and like the one kid in my neighborhood goes, Erica, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, why? And then he's like laughing and it's like, okay, well, I know why you're saying that. Yeah. But I pretended to not know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, why? And I didn't remember telling my mom, but I guess I did. Mm. And then she loves telling this story of she's like, and then one day they called to ask if they could use the pool. And I said, well, your one son can, but your other son can't. Because yes. he called my daughter fat <laughs> on the bus and asked her if she was pregnant. And like, she yes. like tells this story with so much pride. Like, I didn't let him use our pool. Honey. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that erases the brutal memory. <laughs> Like, you she know. got him back. I mean, she was furious because she was like, the day she wears a nice skirt. Yeah. Like, she's like, I'm never going to get this girl in another dress if she keeps getting called fat in the dress and no one says anything when she wears her sweatshirt. And it's like, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can hide it in the sweatshirt. Yeah. Dude, but you know what would be even more frustrating? I remember in gym, you would have to do those little mini like fitness tests. Yeah. And so I was chubby, but I always played sports like you, always yeah. was athletic. And I was beating everyone in the test. Yeah. But I was the chubbiest kid in the class. Same. And I remember be, like coming home being like, oh, that, I, I shouldn't say the name. This one girl, stick thin. I was like, oh, so-and-so. I go, I did more sit-ups than her. Yeah. Like to my mom. And my mom was like, well, just because you're thin doesn't mean you're in like good shape or you're athletic. And yeah. I was like, yeah. But I kind of was like, take that with my yeah. love handles <laughs> yeah. doing sit-ups, you know? But then it was frustrating. Like I was right. like, how come I'm the fastest and the strongest and I can do the most sit-ups and I'm the chubbiest? Right. Like I remember everyone wearing limited too and I barely fit into that store. I couldn't fit into that at right? all. Yeah. I remember so that. many times it was like, nope, can't wear that trend. Yeah. And even through high school, I couldn't fit into Abercrombie, Hollister, like American Yo, Eagle, I, I could barely either. do. Yeah. American Eagle, yeah. I was like large and that was Same. the quote big one. And fun fact, Abercrombie and those stores like redid their sizing yeah. to be more inclusive. And like I fit into Abercrombie now Same. as an adult, which is so bizarre yeah. in my mind. But my high school boyfriend bought me a shirt from Abercrombie and I would make fun of Abercrombie all the time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not my style, blah, blah, blah. But really it was like, I don't fit into the yeah, clothes. Same. I can't wear those clothes even if I wanted to. Right. Even if my mom would buy me a $50 t-shirt, which she wouldn't. But like, right. It you wasn't going like, to work. I was like, uh, no, I can't fit into it. And I remember he bought it for me and I had to be like, um, I don't fit into these stores. Yeah. I was like, that's why I don't shop there. And he was immediately like, oh, oh. Like, yeah. and I was, and I wasn't upset. I was like, it's fine. Like, I'm yeah. like, I get it. I, you know, everyone was like, oh, get your girlfriend a nice, you know, thing from Abercrombie Hollister. Like for, you know, a 15 year old kid spending yeah. 50 bucks is like a super nice gift. Right. You know, but I just was like, God, that was fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Because I thought about like, should I just keep this and not wear it mm-hmm. and not say anything? And it's then you hard. feel bad that you don't wear their gift. Right. So it's like, I can't win. Yeah. It's, it's so tough. It's, ugh. Especially God. like small town, man. There's not that many places to shop. No, I mean, we didn't have, we had to drive an hour to get to anything like that. Right, yeah. So if someone was going to do something, it was like, you really can't even return it. Or did you go through this? Did you hit this time? Well, not the time. There was a very brief period I was the same size as my mom and I could wear her clothes because I was technically still petite. It was right at the beginning of my growth spurt. So I was like yeah. five four, just starting to kind of slim down from my chubbiness because mm-hmm. I was like on the skyrocket. But then very quickly, I was bigger than my mom again. Even though I was thin, you wouldn't look at me and go, you know, well, my mom be. and I are about the same height, but honestly, I really didn't start to lose weight until like significant weight until like the eating disorder actually like oh, kicked shit. in. And so that was also more like bad, like mm. po- like 
because I was feeling better and people were like, oh my God, like you're losing weight, like complimenting me. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well then I have to keep doing this. And I think that was also when a lot of the anxiety kicked in of like, for me, it was for control. Like if I had a bad game, I would like make myself throw up. Mm. Like, because I was like, well then I can get back on this. And I started to tell myself that I could play better hungry. And so I wouldn't eat before a game Mm. and I would just and I, then it was mental of like well if i eat i'm gonna be slow and so then uh it, yeah i mean this also makes sense why so many what's one in three female athletes have an eating disorder yeah yeah because i would just have these like negative affirmations of like oh you can't go into this thing fueled basically mm-hmm. which obviously is wrong but i would make myself play hungry and then i would be like well it's too late to eat i can't do that right. so i would honestly like i would go into a game basically having two yogurts that day like on empty yeah Damn. and but i would tell myself i was going to be better so and it was just such this like mental control mm-hmm. and then i would tell myself that if i slipped then i wasn't mentally strong enough to be there basically so it was this whole spiral mm. but then when people were saying you look really good you've lost weight and all of a sudden guys are giving me a little bit of attention i was like well why would this you stop is, right this is where i'm supposed to be mm-hmm. and then like when i went to college i stopped doing that because it was having fun i was feeling accepted mm. and i gained a bunch of weight freshman year so and i it was really bad sophomore year yeah and then i lost a ton of weight and people are like wait what just happened but i was Especially never quick right but i was never just with my bone structure like i'm never going to be like a skeletal skin per- thin person no, me either so it was never people i've had very few people ever actually notice it mm-hmm. so it also made me feel really weird of ever actually verbalizing that I had an eating disorder because I was afraid that people would be like, you're not thin enough to have an eating disorder. Ooh. Cause Ooh, that yeah. is wow. Yeah. That's a serious truth. Yeah. Cause it, I, I was like a lot of people. Yeah. I was like, I have or also why maybe people don't believe someone has an eating disorder. Exactly. I was like, people wouldn't believe me unless mm. they really, really watched my habits. And there were only like two or three people who ever did. It's like how people won't believe someone's vegan if they're not super thin. Right. Mm. so it's Shit. interesting yeah i just i just remember i mean even to this day it's like frustrating growing up being like a kid mm-hmm. and you're a bigger size than your mom yeah and then your mom like doesn't get it right and it's like yeah i'm bigger than you yeah like, you know what i mean and then it would be especially frustrating i think maddie refers to this of talking about how her mom was like always on a diet yeah and how much that like kind of messes with your head yeah my mom wasn't that but it's something of like when you hear your mother make a comment of like oh like oh i gotta lose this weight oh i'm chubby i remember saying to her as a kid like yeah but you're a mom right like i was like you're a mom you're not supposed to be as small as a high school kid right you know what i mean like and i kind of was like you got a husband you got a good life like oh you got a little little chubbiness right who cares you know what i mean and and a lot of times she would just be like i just don't feel good which i get that obviously i'm an adult now it's like you just want to feel good yeah but it's a very interesting dynamic with parents and kids of like Mm -hmm. yeah like it's kind of weird if you feel like your mom is like trying to like fit into Hollister with you. Like I remember those moms that would wear Hollister and I was like, the fuck is that mom doing? Yeah. My mom wasn't doing that, but like, my mom wasn't either, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There'd be she... something to like, this is a weird flex. Yeah. Of like, Oh, you can wear Abercrombie and Hollister like your daughter. How about you shop at a regular mom store? Right. There are plenty of nice places where you could look fucking good and look banging and you don't have Hollister on your shirt. Yeah. You look ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you're trying to be in high school again. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? My mom, 
she she struggled with weight growing up like me like Mm -hmm. if you look at our childhood photos we actually look the same Mm. and so she knew what i was going through and like how hard it was for me to lose weight so she would all we had was like really really healthy food but all of my friends were those kids who just like their metabolism was insane so they could eat just junk food and be stick thin so it would be so frustrating Mm -hmm. and so i was like why can i like only have carrots and stuff like that and so but my mom had also just like gotten to the point where she had gotten just i don't she figured out what worked for her and so she was always so thin so beautiful and i was like i just want to look like that like just a thin blonde bombshell and i was just this like fat dark haired Mm -hmm. little thing and i was like i why can't i do like it's working for you it's not working for me like i'm bigger than you yeah or you're like you're the one that's feeding me right so why why isn't this working for me right i felt that with my mom of like she get on me about food i'm like you make my breakfast you make my lunch and you make my dinner yeah so i'm eating whatever you're giving me right so don't come at me that i'm eating too much of the thing like it's like oh my god i'm eating what's being put in front of me right like you can't get on me about my weight when you pack my lunch every day if i'm packing my lunch and you kind of were like hey what are you putting in there and you see i'm putting all unhealthy stuff it's like yeah makes sense right but it's it's just crazy to like get on someone about their weight and you're like you're making all my food yeah like so it's coming from here i don't know what you're doing in there but that's i'm eating what you give me yeah and i'm eating the healthy stuff too that's my mom should always make healthy food so I'm like, I'm eating the healthy food. You make us eat a salad before we eat our dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, would not put the dinner food out because you was like, finish your salad. Like- yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, like, I I went through that too. I was like, I, at that age, you don't have control really over your yeah. food. So what I would do is I would just sneak throwing it away. Ooh. And so, okay. like, I got caught a couple times and it would be these fights. I was like, I'm not hungry. Like, I don't feel well. And then, mm. but I, I don't know if they, like, knew what I was doing, but no one stopped me. I would just sneak throwing, like, most of it away. Yeah, and I would take it to school, and I would just dump it in the trash. Dude, that reminds me of I've been in a scenario. It actually was I did this like child trip to um, it was like people to people, you know. So it was a little yeah. like pre-planned trip, and it's all sightseeing, and it's super fun. You're with a bunch of kids, and we got our first job in Italy, and we were so excited that we were in Italy because we didn't like the food that mm-hmm. we had in the place before. And everyone like went and like got pizza, and they yeah. they were telling us they're like, do not get food. You have like an hour break. They're like, because we're gonna eat. Right. But what we didn't know is the place we went to eat, they would not take your plate. If there was food on it, oh. like if there was a good amount of food on it, but then all of a sudden eating disorder shit was coming out from all these girls. They would be like, Oh, I do this trick. Like people are just sharing tricks. Yeah. They're like, I just cut it up into a bunch of little pieces. Yeah. They're like, kind of like hide it in the sauce. It looks like you ate it, but you didn't. Yeah. One person like put something in a napkin, went to the bathroom and flushed it down the toilet. Oh yeah. And I was just like, what? Like yeah. I was looking around like, what are you guys nuts? Like, yeah. but it was like, I didn't realize at the time, but it's like, Oh, literally these are eating disorder habits Yeah, that everyone was just sharing their eating disorder tricks. Yeah. Of like, Oh, this is what I do when I don't want to eat. I'm like, Oh, Oh, this is, this is everywhere. Yeah. There's dude, there's a lot of tricks. I mean, if you even want to get super bold, uh, you can like, I've done this of just, if there's an app on the table and you're like, I don't want to eat this anymore. Like just dump your water on it. Mm, or the salt trick I've heard. Yeah. And it's mm. like, well, now they got to take it because it also looks terrible on the table. This, this, see, this is what's so hard about dieting and exercising is you go into it because you just, you just want to feel better and you want to be better. Everybody yeah. has that feeling, right? And for a lot of men, it's, it's to put on weight. You know, yeah. they have the opposite. They want to be muscular. If you call a guy skinny, they're like offended. Right. Uh, maybe they made that mistake before yeah. of thinking it was a compliment. Uh, 
but it's like, you know, you get into these programs or whatever thing you try to sign up and do like weight watchers, blah, 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 like all this stuff that it's like, it's not bad. And they're trying to give you tips to help. And one for overeating is dumping salt or like mm-hmm. dump something on your food. So it doesn't taste good. Yeah. It's Cause you're like, I am full mentally, but the fact that like the waiter hasn't picked it up yet, I'm just going to keep eating. It. Right. Like you learn those tricks that are supposed to be good things, but like with anything, you can just twist it and make it bad. Absolutely. Or it's almost like sometimes it's bad to know too much about health and calories and portions like that your brain is just always consumed with it yeah and i think so much of it comes from what other people put on you Mm because like when i was getting so much attention from guys especially freshman year of college i was like i feel great i like this is amazing and i didn't even notice i put on so much weight and because i was like i feel attractive like people Mm -hmm. like me like i was for the first time like really just felt wanted and like i was yeah. i was cool you know mm-hmm. and then you were when excited I, to go out that was yeah i was so bummed it didn't matter like really what i was wearing i always felt great and and we all look back at pictures where we're like i felt so hot that night i thought yeah. my outfit was on point i thought it looked great and you're like i did not know how to do my makeup that outfit is not flattering yeah. and it's like i look happy as a clam in that picture though because i was having a great time yeah and it's just like give me that back yeah like make <laughs> me that happy person because yeah. like i just I was just so blissfully happy. Mm. And I think also I went in with some confidence because, I mean, this is super fucked up. Someone told me when I was making my college decisions, I was like looking at some like uh, New York state schools and where I ended up going Castleton. And people were like, well, you'll be prettier in Vermont. Damn. And as someone who hated what they looked like and no one really knew that, I was like, well... I mean, that wasn't why I made my college decision, but then I went in being like, okay, like I'm supposed to be prettier here than I am in like to New York school. So just going in with this confidence and then it was like reaffirmed when guys were giving me attention. Oof. And so, yeah. I thought you were going to say you felt like the people on that campus were more attractive. Like, and then that, like, like almost like you looked at the campus, like, I want to be with these attractive people No, because we had, we had a recruit say that to us. Oh, they were deciding between, I think it was two schools. And she said, oh, my friends were like, we'll pull up the roster. And they went through and looked through all our pictures. Oh shit. And the friend said to them, oh, St. Lawrence has a prettier team. You should be on that team. Oh. And it's such a, like, all of us were sitting at the table, like, wait what like people are going through our roster picks which we all sit there being like i don't even like my roster photo right take one it's very quick it's a tiny ass photographer we're all six feet tall yeah like it's the worst angle it's worse than a school photo it's worse than a school photo they don't give you options yeah especially in the age of digital cameras it's like we can't take three right we can't take three and just let me pick from three (laughs) you know like holy crap like yeah and and, like it's but we're just sitting there being like wait a minute people are going to the website and like nitpicking our profiles yeah, and ugh. that's what's making them decide to join our team ugh. like we're oh like how God. about our record we yeah. won the liberty league <laughs> fuck you like, <laughs> how about we're a good team <laughs> you know look like, at some stats like holy shit yeah you know what i mean yeah. like oh don't worry about your playing time just just do you want but it's something of do you want to be walking around campus with this team or that team that team's yeah. more attractive you want to get attention from people hang with that team and it's yeah. like Ugh. And so then you hear shit like that, like you hear it and then you're like, oh, it just constantly puts in your mind like, oh, we're just women are constantly being graded on their looks. Constantly. Yeah, no absolutely. matter what we do. Yeah. And it's it's so frustrating. Like I'll get nitpicked in meetings about what I'm wearing. And I'm like, what about what I said? 
Yeah. You know, oh my like, God. how about this uh, master's degree mm. that uh, fueled this? Like, let's talk about that. And it's it's so frustrating. Oh. It's like, I can bust my ass mentally and like do flex so hard. But it's like, if I wear glasses instead of contacts and I feel like I don't look as good and it's not going to be it's taken absurd. as well. And it, it's so frustrating. It's absurd. Yeah. It's taken into account, though. I've seen the stats. Of, like, people that are, quote, better looking or, like, for men that are taller, mm-hmm. uh, statistically make more money. Yeah. Like, are more successful and make yes. more money. And it's it's awful. Yeah. And also just, like, working with men, like, be the one to have to swoop in and solve problems. And then people will still turn to the man and when they need something. And it's like, okay, but, like, when things are going wrong, you look to me for the solutions. Yeah. And I can get them to you. And, like, when he can't articulate it, I'm the one who's like, all right, well, I'm going to pop in and and outline what needs to happen and oh like God. how shit needs to go and it's like no people still look to the man in the conversations like my title's fucking higher yeah <laughs> holy shit yeah it's it's crazy like i mean it's true i have a female friend that's a carpenter and she does great work yeah and she's like people when i show up i could tell like half the time they want to be like no i want to get someone else yeah just because it's a woman that walks through the door yeah <laughs> that's why girls with like gender neutral names so lucky like i'm not fooling anyone with molly yo you know? alexis guerreros yeah that did our show and talked about his job he yeah. was sales it was him and another guy. They had uh, names that could be confused for women. Yeah. And that's why he did really well at sales. He would book like the things. People thought a and hot it was girl all showing email, up. And he, he said, he goes, they always would think like, oh, these two women are coming. Oh, we'll hear these two women sales yeah. pitch. He's like, and us two dudes from Newark rolling. <laughs> and he's like, but we're charismatic enough and yeah. do our job well that they would still end up buying stuff. Yeah. But that was his loophole he found oh. to get in. So it's like, look, sometimes there's advantages to the stuff, but. Damn. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, uh, look, everybody struggles with stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't think this episode at all will be triggering. I think people would yeah. relate to many things that we're saying. I um, hope so. Because as much as we've all had these thoughts, and I know you've had your thoughts, Maddie's had her thoughts, it's like, I don't look at any of us and think we are either unhealthy or chubby or, like, I don't think that on a fundamental level. Yeah, but I think that's a point where it's like, you don't know what's going on in somebody's head. Exactly. You know? And so well, bef- I think we talked about this in an episode of like before you make a compliment to someone, make sure it's like actually good of like saying to a woman like, oh, you look like super skinny or like you look too yeah. thin. Just be like, you know what? You look really good. I love the way that jacket looks I like on the you. outfit on you. Yeah. Like because even then, saying, uh, looks, did you lose weight? You look yeah. like you lost weight. Ooh. Yeah. It can be very triggering. And mm-hmm. it's it's little things that you don't know what's going on in someone's head. Yeah. I always compliment things on people that I do genuinely like. Yeah, same. And uh, and that actually was a little uh, thing that happened when we went out. Someone yeah. someone hollered at you. Remember, like, nice jacket. Yeah, it was us, it was us and Carrie. Yeah, we were and like, Carrie, we all have nice jackets, yeah, sir. Carrie, be yeah. more specific. Yeah, Carrie had a dope jacket, too. I think that's why I said I was like, I go, who are you talking to? Yeah. I was like, which one? And it's like, that dude could have just been hollering nice jacket at everybody walking by. But it was a good line. It was a great line. It wasn't degrading. I felt great nice all compliment. day. Any men listening, compliment a specific thing. Yes. Oh, I like that bag. Shoes, bag, jacket, mm-hmm. easy. Yep. Easy, and you're not accentuating and not being creepy on any sexual part of their body. Yep. I I co-signed that. Mm-hmm. All, All right, right. but uh, we got to get into it. But before you do, yeah. um, we have partnered with Wow Tech Group, and we are giving away a Womanizer Vibrator on the Patreon at uh, on May 1st. So sauce it on over to the Patreon, sign up by the end of the month, and you will be entered to win a Womanizer Vibrator. Which is a value of $200. It is. It's awesome. So essentially, you're going to pay $5 to enter to win 
a vibrator that's worth $200. Yeah. And I mean, you should definitely use it. But if you don't, you could always just like flip it and sell it. You didn't hear it from me. Yeah. Get it for a gift. Get it for Mother's Day. It's a great gift. Mother's Day is coming up. (laughs) 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 Treat your mom to something that she would not treat herself to. (laughs) Maybe I'll get one for my mom. Maybe I'll. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. We got to get into that episode. Patreon.com slash Shooters Gotta Shoot. And uh, enjoy our episode with Maddie. Let's do it. All right. You might have seen her on Wild and Out. Or heard her podcast, That Time of the Week Pod. It's Maddie Smith. Thank you guys for having me. Happy to be here in this brand new apart- brand new to you apartment. Yeah, you're the first yes. one in the studio. Yeah. Oh my gosh. First I'm one honored. In the studio. It smells good. It looks good. <laughs> Feels very like age appropriate. Oh, you thank know? you. We're Are you saying here. we're old? Yeah. Stop, st- stop the recording. <laughs> Get the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. You know what? Thank you guys for having me. This was really fun. Yeah. You can leave through one of our two entrances. Yeah. Whoa. So, how's pew, pew, that pew. for age appropriate? Yeah. It just feel- it feels very mature. Uh, but if the uh, fans have not heard us on Maddie's pod, mm-hmm. you can go check that out. Listen to that. We had a great convo that inspired our episode for today. Yeah. Yes. We talked about. Well, I don't want to. Spill the tea. We can't tell them. We talked about our shooting our shit, whole phases, maybe a little weight issues. Well, basically, yeah. we loved that combo that we were like, we want to continue that and uh, basically talk about a little bit of body image stuff. Nice. I love a spinoff. Yeah, I got a lot of body issues. Yeah. I want to brag. <laughs> well, I feel like everybody does. We all go through it a little mm-hmm. bit. Especially yeah. right now. I mean, so mm-hmm. many people are just not at like where they were pre-pandemic. Yeah, and no. it's like totally natural because we went from walking minimum 10,000 steps a day to walking mm-hmm. four <laughs> between your bed and the yeah. fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any sort of anyone who lost weight, like lost weight, mm, I don't trust you. <laughs> that is like going yeah. against gravity. Anyone who maintained, I'm like, you do you. Anyone who gained, I love you. I respect <laughs> you so much because it's like natural. Yeah, and I think this is also just such a hard time of feeling good about yourself like erica and i were talking about this the other day of you're just in sweatpants all the time so it's like you don't really feel sexy and i think that will also just hurt the way you feel about yourself yeah and you also have all day to examine the parts you didn't notice before it's like 1 p.m i'm like let's let's go do it let's (laughs) pull out the body mirror and look at every inch of ourselves which is before we were running around now we got all this downtime Mm -hmm. to look at our bodies to look at like our social media like all sorts of stuff we didn't analyze before Mm -hmm. it's a very dangerous time yeah that mirror game is a real Russian roulette there oh yeah (laughs) doesn't sound good and then you go from you're like I I, I don't like this mirror let me go to my other mirror to see if that one backs me up and you go okay you go to the slimming mirror you're like I still look good (laughs) everyone has a fat mirror and a skinny mirror yes or like one with like insane lighting and one Mm -hmm. with softer lighting Mm -hmm. something crazy I been doing lately is like i don't trust the mirrors and now i take body pictures on my phone and now i have these insane like buffalo bill-esque type photos on my phone that are just me like like, checking all parts of my body because i don't know what like my body looks like anymore so you really do like a mirror examination of your body yeah it's just me in front of the camera like straight face insane hair and just like checking the fit but was this like recommended to you somewhere i know a lot of trainers do this because a lot of times when you are starting a diet and working out uh, you know one of my biggest complaints is i'm like 
I don't feel like I'm seeing any progress. Right. I don't feel like I'm seeing mm, any progress. Yeah. And every trainer will be like, make you take the picture the first day you start. Definitely. And then like that four weeks, whatever, they'll be like, no, look, you have gotten better. It's a gradual process, mm-hmm. but it also can be a very dangerous game. Dangerous game. Like, yeah. And I also have been a wide range of weights over the year. So when I look in the mirror, it's always the same. So I have like a dis and the other thing is I go out and I think I have a fire outfit on and then I see like a stand up photo of myself and it looks a lot different than what I was picturing. So I do the phone, but now I have my camera roll is like these insane photos. I'm curious, like when when did you kind of start these habits like this year or was it before this year has been a microscope? Okay. These habits mm. definitely interesting. Before it would be like, oh, I have negative body image, but I'm doing stand up. I have four shows tonight, and then after the four shows, you're like, who cares about my body? I'm a fucking god. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so like, stand up is such a good way to distract from any sort of physical low you might have because you can compensate by being really good at comedy. No matter what you're wearing, no matter how you feel about your body. Mm -hmm. I've crushed feeling skinny. I've crushed feeling fat. Mm -hmm. So that's very comforting. But I've had like body issues since like high school. I was raised by a very diet heavy mom. Mm. Like like in fad diets or was it like no matter what you were eating, there would be like a comment of like, oh, that's a little much or oh, make sure you have some vegetables or like. Yeah, it was never directed at me, but it was always like her. So she'd be like, I need to lose 50 pounds by the summer. She would like grab her thighs and be like, this is a problem. We would always have like skinny cow ice cream in the house. We would always be on Weight Watchers, um, Atkins, South Beach, all of them. Yeah, I did Atkins at a young age. Yeah. I did it for Lent one year for 40 days with my dad. (laughs) It's the Catholics. What are we doing? (laughs) Dude. You got that guilt. We got that guilt. (laughs) Easy diet, you know, guilt from God. It's yeah. so tr- I remember fourth grade showing up to school. I was like, I don't do carbs anymore. I didn't even know what a carb was. <laughs> and for one whole day, I ate like a, a salad. And then the next day I was back to like, you know, sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I it's- remember being a little kid with like Lent and everything and wanting to fast on the Fridays, like being right. like eight years old and wanting to fast because I was so fat. Oh. That I was like, like I hit a hundred pounds at the same time my sister did who was seven years older than me oh, and so like i was a tank growing up and like i got picked on a lot and so i was like well if i fast once a week like i can trick it through catholic school of like yes. well god wants me to so it like those habits through church and stuff will fuck you up it's a, yes the churches the moms <laughs> the being 100 pounds the same time as your sister's going to college i get it and I was in, I was, a, I have a little different arc than Molly because I was actually <laughs> like, I was just like hearing all this stuff from my mom growing up, but I was mm-hmm. never overweight. Okay. I just internalized that you should be as small as you possibly can from okay. a young age. And then toward the end of high school, I put on a little bit of weight, nothing crazy, but I was just, I was always athletic and then I became a little sedentary end of high school, but kept eating the same mm-hmm. way. Well, yeah, I've been that in that game. We've been, yeah. dude, yeah. this whole year, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I gained weight in college. And then what happened was I developed a little bit of a orthorexia, borderline anorexia. If I say it in a funner way, it seems like less. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, I was like, it's not anorexia. I'm eating uh, 1,100 calories a day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys do like calorie dropping on here. I don't uh, want to. I mean, this, yeah, is, this is your try, story. Yeah. Okay, your yeah. story. <laughs> I've, I've tried One time many I different did a podcast yeah. and she was like, don't mention numbers. Don't blah, blah, blah. 
Oh no, tell your story, girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my truth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I'll say it. (laughs) Because I remember I remember meeting you when you started doing comedy. Yes. And before you started doing comedy, basically you graduated college, you moved down to New York City, right? Was that the year right after that? Was that when you had a big weight loss? So I had after that senior year. So this is the trajectory. I was always internalized, stop eating, stop eating, but I loved eating. Junior year, I took control. And I lost, I got down to like 120 pounds, wow. which is oh, okay. like, I was a lot, it was to the point where people would be like, uh, you good? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. The height you are now. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but of course gained it all back because it's incredibly unhealthy. I was mm-hmm. running five miles a day. And so senior year of college, I went up to 220 pounds, like wow. upwards, wow. Up, like put my bones were heavy, yeah. heavy lifting. Uh-huh. So that was when I had gained a bunch of weight and moved to New York at that size. Mm, okay. So that's why how we're a little bit different. I yeah. gained a shit ton later on mm, after okay. having yo-yoed for a little bit. And then when I finally, when I moved to New York, started doing comedy it kind of just slid off because I stopped trying to lose weight for the first time in my life. Yeah. Mm. I just was like, I'm going to eat three meals a day and kind of intuitive eat. And then a year later I was like 60 pounds down and I had to have people be like, Hey, are you skinnier? And I was like, Oh shit, I guess so. Mm -hmm. I had to like subconsciously do it. But now to this day, because of all those ups and downs, uh, if I ever have any inkling of like a restriction in my diet or go if my brain thinks i'm going on a diet i just end up binging because of everything i put it through it's Mm. very like my brain is triggered easily by malnutrition do you get triggered to like have unhealthy habits like of just like not eating like i'm born anorexia still some yeah Yeah. every day it's like a battle between like i want to be 20 pounds thinner mm-hmm. and I want to eat the whole Krispy Kreme bakery mm-hmm. every day's a battle between that and it's really hard yeah it sucks ass <laughs> it could be worse I know I sound like such a white woman yeah. like, like food is hard for me but that's my really only vice the um the pull to be knowing you could be like 120 pounds mm-hmm. if you just like ate you it's know a dangerous game it's a dangerous yeah. game but when then you, also the addiction to like binging is there too still. Do you mind if I ask this? When you got to that weight, 120, yeah. was there still, when you hit that weight, was there still part of your mind being like, okay, and 10 more pounds? Yeah. But it, like, yeah. it never stops. It never I've been stops. Because I've too. Yeah. Where like I dropped 15 once. Yeah. And it was like, okay, oh, we're on a roll. Let's keep the roll. Let's just Let's five more. Let's keep the roll. Like, especially like n- most of us don't know like what is, what is our best? Mm-hmm. Like you right. feel like you're always chasing it. I remember like, like I feel like every year it's like I look back years ago and I'm like, man, remember then you thought you were chubby? It's yeah. like, you should have been living it up. Like <laughs> You should have been out there sucking dick. You should well, I was, but I was still like, I'm going to suck more dicks when I get <laughs> even smaller. So yeah, that's why I'm like working more on my brain now and being like, shut the fuck up. And you're holding on to like your skinny pants sometimes. Yeah. Throw them out. By the size you currently are. Be the size you wish to see in the world. (laughs) Because, yeah, it's a dangerous... Because then you... Like, I'm almost 30. You realize you spent all of your 20s being like, well, summer is going to be great because I'm going to be hot as hell. And then summer comes and you're not hot as hell yet. And everything's very vague Mm because I spend my entire time just, like, looking to the future. Mm -hmm. So my goal for the next decade is to not be that. And to be more present and just like enjoy my appearance because I'm also pretty hot. Yeah, you are. And I've had people for the past five years being like, girl, 
you yeah. know you're like fire right and me being like you're fucking lying to my face oh so you couldn't like believe the compliments yeah you also can't believe it because mm-hmm. when you go yeah. through like an intense weight loss and then you spike up 60 pounds then anything you lose you'll still be like i don't believe it it's a lot of mental health so you're obviously saying that this has really played a lot with like your feeling of self-worth and like yeah I know we talked a lot when we did your show about like your hoe phase. So yes. when you did lose all that weight, like did you feel like you could get guys more? I was confused every time I got a guy. Okay. Because I, I was, mm. I didn't feel it in my heart, but every time I got one, I was like, all right, I guess they're, they're seeing something I'm not. So I was um. a hoe, but just because the men came more, I wasn't shooting my shit. I was oh. more passive. I was taking what came. Interesting. So, and it just happened to come more. So did you just feel like you were just getting more attention? I think so, yeah. So you, But you didn't feel like more confident? No. And oh, that's really that's interesting. Really interesting. It was, yeah. it was the only difference between me when I first moved to New York when I was heftier. I was getting dick, but it was also I was catfishing a little bit. So there was never any second time dick. It was a lot of one night stands. Really? Like on the apps you were catfishing? Uh, a little bit. I okay. was just doing like face only photos, you know, because okay. at the same time, I didn't really weigh myself back then either. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I was like, I'm probably 150. I was literally 210 pounds. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you, like, <laughs> you think you can hide it. You think you can hide everything, which is like yeah. a big Antel or sweater. Yeah. So you're like, mm. he won't notice. He won't notice. So I never got second dates. The difference between my kind of whole phase when I lost weight was people were coming back for a second, third, fourth. Okay. And that was what most shocking to me. I was like, you want to hang out? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where it was like, oh, shit. I'm acceptable. <laughs> but I, that's not fat shame. I think I could have just been more honest. And I also wasn't confident at all when I was okay. first moved here and was on apps. Yeah. And if I was just like, what's up? I'm fun as hell. And I wasn't like, well, don't look at my body. I could have gotten way more repeat dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think like I know when I'm at my thinnest, but like I'll push myself to be like, oh, I can like grab my hip bones or like yeah. I can see my ribs and that's okay to go out with someone. It's like, like <laughs> We're it's, so fucked it's up. It's so fucked up because it's like, oh, like that's got to be kind of jarring when I take my shirt off. Like you can see my ribs. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah. But like if I can't, then like there are certain clothes that I won't wear yes. or because I'm like, well, I don't look as good in it. So it's not a date shirt anymore. Yes. And it's it's really fucked up. It's fucked up. I'm trying to get away from the how I feel about my body mentality mentality and how I exude myself from mm-hmm. there even just this weekend I went to the Hamptons and I ate and drank heavily best weekend of my life mm-hmm. but coming back I was like oh boy uh, I don't deserve to be outside tomorrow and it's like mm. shut no one can mm-hmm. see it mm-hmm. and stop wasting your life not wearing the shirts you should yeah. or want to because your hip bones don't show <laughs> well I'm curious now that you're in a relationship do you ever mm-hmm. feel like there's more pressure because I think we've talked about this all the time, like gaining weight in a relationship. Yeah. And do you put more pressure on yourself when you like go out to eat with your boyfriend or mm-hmm. anything like that? Pressure to stay stay fit or yeah. pressure to gain weight for him? <laughs> pressure <laughs> to like stay, like get more fit or maybe not even pressure, but like that guilt of like, oh, yeah. we had that big date night dinner last night. So yeah, like, I still feel that. Yeah. It's so annoying. You think you get a boyfriend, you're like, hell yeah, I can relax. Right? And you're like, I can't relax. Mm-hmm. He's still there and I'm still like in my own head about my body. Mm-hmm. He can give me all the compliments in the world and it goes in one ear out the other. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, th- this happens with men too. 
Yeah. I have a male friend that like would not take his shirt off. Yeah. And would not have sex with his partner because he didn't feel good about his body. Yeah. And she was sitting there being like, I don't care. Like, yes. you look good to me. Like, I don't care. But it's like, you can't make the other person yeah. feel better and feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I've been that person, too. I've been the person just like, I. the last thing I want to do is just, like, take my clothes off the last with anybody. Thing. Like, yes. and, it kills, and it kills your libido, too. And you yeah. just feel gross about yourself. It kills your libido. And I think that's another, like, libido thing I've been working on for, like, three years now is, like, just not even self-confidence, just, like, body neutrality of, like yeah i have a body and i deserve to fuck Mm -hmm. and that shouldn't affect how i feel with my shirt off right and also it's my boyfriend who we've talked about marriage with i'm like he's not gonna leave if i gain any sort of weight right and uh even when you feel secure you're it's more like self it's like a fear of self Mm -hmm. what i will think of myself if i you know eat a lot or something like that yeah our worst critics it's it's so true. And like men are like freaking blind. They don't, <laughs> they don't no know idea. the difference between 120 and 200. Well, they definitely don't know the small things that we notice on ourselves. Yes. You know, like if we put on the like mm-hmm. skinny jeans and they feel a little tight. Like, yeah, we're like, oh, like those jeans look great. Yes. You know? And it's just we'll beat ourselves up yeah. so much. So much. Yeah. Or I've had the opposite of like, I didn't really notice I gained a little weight. And then yes. I had a male friend make a comment of like, oh, when'd you get a booty? And I'm like, excuse me? Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where I'm just like, what? Yeah. I mean, seeing yourself on TV, it yeah. did that kind of like bring up, make things worse in, in your head? Or Surprisingly, no. Okay. Surprisingly, no, because I was so fearful that I would look unfunny mm. that once I all the jokes landed, I was like, cool. I also look pretty good, too. Yeah. You look amazing on the Thanks. show and you're so great on it. On a show like that, they they can't they do everything to make you look amazing. Mm-hmm. So there was like one episode where even if I looked good in the mirror, I they put me in like a crop top mm-hmm. and I think they could feel my like panic because last minute mm. they were like maddie you're actually gonna wear this big jersey and i was like thank you so much because if i'm on stage like yeah it's gonna shine so they put me in clothes that made me feel really confident too um so you would say whether you're feeling secure or insecure nothing your partner really does can kind of change how you're feeling in the moment not sometimes sometimes i like sometimes i'll let myself believe what he's saying is true. But for the most part, I'm like, shut up, Andrew. I'm just <laughs> I'm just your hot young little girlfriend. I'm the best you ever had. I know you got rose colored glasses on. <laughs> so I, I'm like, you fucking dumbass piece of shit. So that's what it is for the most part. But there is something very comforting about feeling like blah. And then remembering, eh, I got a boyfriend. I guess it doesn't really matter that much. True. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious, does he, like, notice your unhealthy habits? And 100%. Do you, okay. Does he do anything mm. to, like, mitigate it or? One time I told him, if I'm binging, do not stop me. And now really? he'll just, like, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, good for you for saying yeah. that. I'll get, like, you know what? Andrew also has, like, uh, some food issues because when he was in mm. law school, he gained a lot of weight. And you Andrew know, how was in law school? most people do. Yeah, yes. he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. I had no idea. He uh, doesn't like when yeah, I tell like people. Law school, dental school, uh, med school. And <laughs> yeah. I thought you were saying he did all those. No, 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 no. He's so accomplished. 
Yeah, I get appointments yeah. with him. But like those, I mean, you truly have no time that two things yes. typically happen. People gain weight. Mm-hmm. And number two, they pick up the habit of eating really fast. Yes. Yeah. Because you will often have like 10, yes. 15 minutes. And you're like, I got to yeah. get back to studying. I got to get back to studying. Totally. Mm-hmm. And it's the only time in his life that he has been overweight. And when I thought overweight, it was like 40 pounds more than he is now. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Okay. And you know, men, they get out of law school, they play basketball once and it's all gone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but for him, he has yeah. like paranoia. So he'll, every other day, he's like, no, I, I have my fast. It starts at 1 p.m. and I don't eat after 8. So he oh. sometimes introduces some disordered thing. To him, it's not disordered. To him, it's just being a man. Uh, you know how mm. men find out about nutrition when they're 30? Yeah. yeah. They, they mansplain to you and you're like, bitch, I found out what a calorie was when I was seven. Yeah. Don't yeah, even yeah. talk to me. Yeah. So he's always like trying to, and I have to tell him, do not introduce intermittent fasting to me because that will give me a, another eating disorder. Like, how yeah. fucking dare you? Mm. And I have to yell at him. And so if I'm eating after nine, I say, you cannot shame me for yeah. eating it. So it's a little bit of a back and forth yeah but it's hard it's hard it's hard to be in a relationship with any if even if you just if you're like lactose intolerant and the yeah. other person isn't it's just hard to be in that relationship because you often eat so often together yes yeah so like if you're vegan or you don't eat meat or yeah. like all these other things it's like you're always with the other person and it's very hard to stick to any diet unless the other person's doing it with you mm-hmm. yes so i was like i was wondering if you, you ever tried doing something with him or are you like absolutely not we cannot um every so often we'll do like a sugar-free month Okay. Well, there's not nothing crazy. We're not like looking at the sugar and pasta sauce, but we'll be like, we'll hold off on desserts for this month. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like I don't buy ice cream and you don't buy ice cream. You don't cream. buy ice cream. There's yeah. a pack that That's no one comes home. Yes. <laughs> no one comes home with ice cream. I but, like that. Yeah, that's yes. like a fair, easy something thing. Something easy, but nothing extreme. Like I don't participate in his fasting. I think fasting is just like a fake way to say you're doing a calorie deficit. But it's if I tell him extreme. that, he'll be like, no, it's it's the science of fast. I'm like, shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah. It doesn't work for most women. That's yes. what I found. Yeah. It works for a lot of men. Men, My because was doing it yeah oh yeah he lost like a bunch of weight and all of a sudden was like ripped and i was like you look great like what are you doing he goes yeah i'm doing um intermittent fasting and sometimes i do 10 push-ups during the day and i was like Uh, fuck you i run like 10 miles a day i'm running 10 i'm tracking my spinach in my fitness pal and you're telling me you don't even think about it (laughs) so yeah but he hasn't noticed Sometimes he'll be like, you ate all the Halo Top? Like, I'll have, like, a binge mm. the night before where I eat, randomly mm. eat, and I'll just be like, yeah, I did. I think he's in attuned to what's going on when he's not in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's only two yeah. people using the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, that's where you it gets know. tricky. Yeah. <laughs> I think he might be onto yeah. something when the food goes missing. Um, but anytime I try to... He'll also pick up on... Cause he knows I really like to eat. So anytime okay. I tr- I tell myself like I'm doing a diet this week, and I we go out to eat, and I get a salad with like just chicken. He's like, "You sure?" And then mm. I eat all of his food. So it's <laughs> 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 hard when they're always there. You like want to be like yeah. thin as fuck, but he'll he'll say something. Mm. He'll be like, "You're getting too skinny." He'll say uh, stuff like that it's too. So hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because I, I noticed both of you dropped weight during quarantine, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I was a little worried about you, personally. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I brought it up to Chris James because he's tight with Andrew. Oh, shit. And I kind of was like, is, is Manny and Andrew, are they okay? What's going on over there? <laughs> like, you know, and he was like, no, they just, you know, he's like, they, Andrew just said they've been eating healthier and just like working out more and blah, I, blah, Yeah. I do think the thing I picked up in quarantine was just kind of getting back to three healthy meals a day. Or not even healthy, mm-hmm. just like three meals a day, which was how I initially lost weight because pre-quarantine it'd be like 
um, 10 million snacks a day, pizza for dinner, and then you're out till 1 a.m. and mm-hmm. then you're getting another snack for the subway on the ride home. Yeah. yeah. And I was like taking spin classes. So I would be like, well, I burned 900 calories. Yeah. So, <laughs> but then I learned during quarantine that exercise doesn't burn as much as they tell you. No. So no, really I, st- I think I just stopped uh, compensating for every little mile that I walked or ran. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. But thank you for your concern. Well, no, well, because you were always thin to me, oh, and then yeah. I suddenly noticed you drop. Like I was like, she looks like she dropped like fifteen pounds. Yeah, I that think- I was worried also because I knew you had high anxiety. I do. And so I was like, with the pandemic, not knowing what was going on, like I was like, is Maddie eating? But right. it's a weird thing of like. I didn't feel like I could just like ask you that. Yes. And I and I didn't know what to do about it from yeah. a friend perspective. So it's like and I've never personally had like specific eating disorder things. Yeah. I just had my own issues. Well, that's because you got a strong upbringing. And, no, no. I mean, a lot of my food stuff comes from, you know, my own upbringing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, I, like I was doing diets. Young. Yes. Like, yeah. but it was like a thing of, you know, it was partly like teaching you about nutrition. Yeah. It was like, you know, mothers and whoever try to do. Yeah. Like, so then when I went to college, I actually lost weight. Because it's like, yeah, I'm not in a big Italian family yes, that eats all the fucking definitely. time. So, like, yeah. But then everyone was concerned about me when I came home. Like, everyone right. was like, you okay? And I was like, I'm yeah. playing basketball at a college level. Yeah. I'm like, and uh, yeah, you don't just sit around and eat. There's no just like bread on the table yeah. before I have dinner. <laughs> yeah. It's like I go get my sandwich and then I go sit down and yeah. eat it and yeah, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, like, yeah. Definitely. Situation. But it's, you know, I mean, there was a girl on my team that had a severe eating disorder for sure. Mm-hmm. And we were all sitting there and no one was acknowledging it. And we're like, we can't act like this is not happening. Yes. But at the same time, yeah. what can you do about it? Dude, it's so hard. I had a friend in high school who was like textbook anorexic. And yeah. like she had, she left school for like a whole marking period or whatever it was called because she, I think she was in like an in-house. Yeah, oh, I had a friend really? go through that too. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, it was on a sports team. And it's like, yeah, we all know. Yeah. And yes. we would see her performance go down too. And it was yes. like, you can't make someone eat. I feel that because I used to be like really bad in like mm-hmm. high school and college. Like high school, I was like bulimic for a while for sure. And like in and out in college. And like when I try and do something, I have to mentally like kind of same thing with like two days. I'll be like, okay, like we can't do this to ourselves anymore. Yeah. And then like get back and like try and start eating again. But like it'll also just like fuck up my stomach for mm-hmm. days because then like it doesn't know what's happening and yes. I feel like my body will just go into like panic mode yeah and it's it's a nightmare it's a nightmare I think like consistency yeah is the best thing you can do absolutely and I think as far as like things you can say to people I had two friends ever call me out and like I thank god for them like every day because I don't know how bad it would have mm-hmm. gotten but in high school, my friend Bryn, she called me out in front of my coach of just like, oh. Molly, I know you're not eating and like you need, she's she's not eating lunch. She's not doing like, she's going to like, like it's not okay. Yeah. And so then my coach was like, you need to eat. And so yeah. I was like, okay, well now mm-hmm. someone else knows. Yeah. And then when I was joining the cross country team in college, my friend Megan was like, I'm not going to let you do this unless I watch you eat. Yeah. Because she was like, I know kind of like an I see why you're doing cross yeah. country it's like she's like I know you don't want to compete like right. <laughs> you're yeah. trying to get too skinny yes mm. I had a friend quit huh? quit uh the running team oh. at college because they all had eating disorders yeah and oh, she was yeah. like I can't I can't sit at that table and be around like because she, yes. she was like it rubs off on you mm-hmm. yeah. because the fastest way to get faster yes. is to lose weight exactly because you see yeah. it as like I'm running as if I have like a 10 pound weight in my hands yes. and also what you wear like you would race in spandex yeah. and like the girls yep. whose thighs were too big they would like run up and right. so like you were trying to get like your legs to as you could and then also they take pictures of you for like the sports pages Mm -hmm. it's like it's a nightmare so it's like you're constantly looking at your body 
Yeah, that's one of the more triggering sports. Yeah. Is the running. Because most people will also just wear like spandex and yeah. a bra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like then you really see everything moving around. Yeah. Definitely. I do think that telling people that diet and exercise will help you lose weight is a dangerous because people will over exercise and under eat. Yeah. And yeah. then like a few months later, their body is incredibly damaged mm-hmm. where I think sometimes if people want to lose weight and I'm not a doctor, it's actually just easier to kind of like eat a little less and do like a very moderate weight, like 10 pounds in six months, like 10 pounds yeah. in a year type of thing Yeah, because people end up overworking themselves and they're tired all the time. And their muscles are breaking in half because they don't have enough nutrients. Yeah. And then like if you're for me, it was like an addiction. So it was also then when my body would get too weak and I couldn't hit the times and I couldn't lift as much, Mm -hmm. then I would push myself harder. Right. And, and, you know, when you're not being able to lift as much, Mm -hmm. you're going to lose some of the definitions. And it was like you're just criticizing every part of yourself. And so. Yeah, you really need to learn about just how to balance everything. Otherwise, you're just going to spiral. Yeah, definitely. I think another thing that's hard, too, is like, especially for women, if the first time you ever tried doing a diet was when you were younger, you also will lose weight faster when you're younger and you have a faster metabolism. 100%. So then as an adult, you'll get extremely frustrated being like, I'm doing all the right things. I'm doing X, Y, Z. I'm not having any results. And it's just like, I mean, so many things on your level. So it's like. I almost wish everybody could know like whatever the number is. Like yeah. that was the nice thing about playing sports in college. Is I was like, I know my college basketball weight. Yeah. And I know that we are never getting there again. Yeah. We're just not. Yeah. Like that's yeah. playing three games a week, yeah. practicing three totally. hours a day, yeah. lifting. Like it was my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, that number, that weight on the scale, unrealistic that mm-hmm. we're getting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but it's kind of nice to know that in my head because yes. now I'm never reaching for that number. Yeah, yeah, we all need to. We're all we're all throwing numbers out there that we are forgetting. We are not ten years younger. Yeah, and we're trying to get to places we're never gonna get. And we're also, I'll do this sometimes too. I'll lose weight, and then I'm like, wait, I still don't look like Kendall Jenner. And it's like you also don't <laughs> yeah. have her proportions either, or her so. money, <laughs> or, yeah, or her plastic surgeon. So you're also we're also envisioning things that will never happen to begin yeah. with. And a yeah. professional Photoshop editor, by the way. And a professional photos. Oh, tang down yeah. into a little sliver. So I was just can I throw this question out there? Yeah. If money was no object, what would be one of the first things you spent your money on? Titties. Tummy tuck. Oh, I was thinking non bodies. Are we talking uh, no, body no, stuff? You, you or, said titties. Oh, just anything. anything. I just threw out anything. Oh, I was anything curious what you were gonna say. Oh, uh, this apartment I'd probably get this yeah. apartment. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, mean, but it's funny of like, if I did say body, you both immediately were like, this is what I would fix. I would fix my titties. I would get a little lift. I'd reshape my stomach. Funny. I've heard (laughs) tummy tucks really not worth it. A lot of pain. Doesn't really lose you any weight. No, but I get what you're saying. Of like, cause you, it's like that always that little pouch. I always had that little pouch. Even at my best weight in college, it was like always the pouch. pouch, Always Mm -hmm. there. Always. Can't get rid of it. And there's, I think it's a genetic thing. Cause some people, they slim up. Sucks right yeah. up. But me, I got Irish jeans. Same. And, yeah, very <laughs> yeah, like, Irish. The nice. Yeah, you're both yeah. redheads. The pad, <laughs> yeah, the padding is all. I, I could be 100 pounds, and there'll still be a little padding there, and I've just mm-hmm. accepted that mm. because I also don't have the um capacity to lose enough body fat to yeah. get rid of the pouch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, mine mine would be like a personal trainer and yeah. like 
someone that maps out my food for me so I don't have to think about it. Mm. And I step, like, I step on the scale. He he takes the record. I don't even know. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he does what he wants to put my body into whatever Right, like someone is. that I show up to the gym. Yeah. They tell me what to do. Yeah. They count for me. Count. They do all that. And then yeah. I come home and someone has already made the whatever prepackaged <laughs> meal. Done. I eat that meal. I'm like, this is great. I don't yes. have to think about it because mm-hmm. it's just so much time yes. and energy wasted thinking about it even when i'm yeah. not really trying to watch it's just like it's always on your mind it's mm-hmm. always i'm eating a banana i'm saying 100 maybe 110 calories yeah. you know it's like always on your mind and i'm jealous of most men who get to focus on playing chess and <laughs> <laughs> don't play smart game play video games and video games chess. And, you know uh, calling their mothers feeling happy all the time and i'm sitting here like logging calories like rain man you yeah. know so i definitely agree with erica i would have someone just cover but I also went to the doctor recently and she was like your blood your labs look fucking awesome don't change a thing and i was like that's All right. great I'm trying to be like health forward from now on. Yeah. I've heard from many friends that like went through big weight losses and then actually were having a problem mm-hmm. and now they're like normal and just, you know, healthy and everything. Yeah. That one of the big things I've heard is you're never just supposed to comment on someone's weight even when it's quote good. Like right. weight mm-hmm. loss. Right. Is they were like don't don't say that cuz they were like I was addicted to that. They were like yeah. everyone I'd run into would be like, "Oh my god, you look so good. Did you lose weight?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like and it just kept me on this path. Yes. And then when you don't get that, you that makes you feel fat when you it's feel like you look night. good, mm-hmm. especially yes. like if you go through a phase, I don't know if this happened to you, but like when people would be like, "Molly, you look too skinny. You look too skinny." I would eat that shit up and I loved it. Oh, you wouldn't eat it. Up. I I would yeah, <laughs> I would eat it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slip it under my tongue and spit yeah. it out yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I loved it so much. Yes. And then when I stopped getting it, because mm-hmm. basically I stayed at like a weight, I was like, well, what the fuck? You yeah. Know? Like, but it's mm-hmm. kind of weird because it's like when I have gone through phases of just like lost 10 pounds mm-hmm. and I didn't have, you know, an eating disorder, whether I did or I didn't. Yeah. It's just like, there's other parts to it though of like, man, I just worked so hard and I look better and, yeah. and not one person has acknowledged I that I look good. I know. So it's, it's a very it's just we it's weird i don't know how to do you think there's a better this. compliment like if someone says to you like hey you look amazing like yeah. that that's different than being like you look like you lost weight like yes. in your head true probably i do think it's, but it's yeah. either it's like you want something i do think yeah. there's an art to being like damn those running shorts look really good on you yeah yeah like, right mm-hmm. like or uh or just even if you're like shopping with a friend and they're like yeah. that looks really flattering on you definitely yeah. and it's like that doesn't really have to do with your body per yeah se. like yeah. it doesn't have to do with your weight yeah because the thing you said earlier of like buy clothes that fit you mm-hmm. i've been in that game of like you're holding on to clothes yes don't fit you they're too small yeah. you're like this hasn't fit me for two summers mm-hmm. but i won't let it go because you're like i know i could get back they're there they're like, taunting I'm you get back there. erica right <laughs> but then people say they're like often they're like no go out and buy just like three outfits that fit you yeah. whatever size you are now that you feel great in mm-hmm. and they're like and watch your whole mood change around eating and food and then you'll actually well, quote lose weight or yes you know. mm-hmm. It's releasing yourself from the pressure of, again, the unrealistic things that may or may not happen. So, I mean, Maddie, do you just have any advice for, like, anyone who is experiencing poor body image? Yeah. Um, Clothes that fit. Mm -hmm. Get excited about something that's not body related. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Whether it's put in your all 
into your job. Even first year out of college, before I moved to New York, I worked at a, a nonprofit upstate and I crushed it. And mm-hmm. I think a little bit of it was compensating because I felt so negative. I was like, well, if I'm going to suck here, I'm going to crush here. Yeah. And I was like, I literally was like changing this company. I was like the Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I, was, I was going so hard and I was like, I will not fail in all aspects. So I do think throwing yourself into something, anything to distract, because once because when you have a microscope to your body, that's when things like backfire, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, it's hard. The low body therapy yeah. can <laughs> change a lot. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? My favorite quote is just, I forget what it's from, but it's basically like, no man has ever turned down a naked woman. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of that thing of just like, that comes more from like being conscious of being naked in front of people yeah no matter mm-hmm. what body size mm-hmm. you are uh because we've all experienced it when we were thin and yeah. when we felt bigger mm-hmm. uh but it's basically just like yeah they took you home or like invited you home yeah. or like they're in a bedroom with them it's like they they came to this point because they want to sleep with you yeah mm-hmm. and so being conscious of your body once you get to that point is such like a waste yeah i actually always feel great about my body when i'm fully naked it's often mm. when i put on clothes that clothes i will then not like my body but like fully naked i'm always like oh we look good yeah my job is i'm like oh because it's kind of like nothing's like tight in one area and pulling a little fat somewhere Mm -hmm. i'm always just like oh naked i could get it hell yeah (laughs) i'm like in this outfit i can't but (laughs) but once i take this outfit off i look great definitely i actually feel the same way about like the clothes touching my body it is not for me i am my most confident in like a fat t-shirt but if you catch Mm -hmm. me in the bar and like a tight shirt with like a skinny jean you will not be going home with me but if you catch me in a large tie-dye tee i'm i'm about to suck on your dick and balls at the same time so i do think it's also like don't care what the style just do what you feel best in Mm -hmm. which can help body image so much i i do like the get a friend who's gonna say something and like for me it was when it was gonna be too bad and they knew that like i was gonna do something that was Mm -hmm. harmful to myself and like if someone hadn't called it out i don't know what would have stopped me because it was clearly not a compliment so just have the people who are gonna be real to you yeah and you who you can like talk about with yeah exactly i have like a couple friends who are like uh i never had any body issues and you're like okay so you stay over there yeah i'm gonna talk to my (laughs) other friend who had a weird mom growing up over here Mm -hmm. but um yeah friends who you can like talk openly about it yeah exactly because it's Mm -hmm. like if you I mean we all have those friends like you just go and you try things on with them and like everything fits everything mm. looks perfect and they just mm. are so happy and it's mm-hmm. like, you're my fucking nightmare to go clothes shopping with you I know mean, like yes dude there was one girl I went to a comedy festival with we were there in March maybe February on a whim she's like let's go bathing suit shopping I was like no oh, whoa, you don't whoa, just whoa. drop that I on know. someone oh, I know I was like oh, I not need- a spur of the moment activity not no. at all first of all I have a full bush it's not happening yeah. second of all you no I need three months before I can look at myself in a bathing yeah. suit in a dressing room I was shocked at her spontaneity oh my god yeah damn yeah, no. yeah. yeah. they're tough and it's just like also, when you have those just moments where you're like, I need to get this out and it's not stuck in your head, like sometimes just being able to vent to someone of like, I feel awful. I went and tried on this shirt. It mm-hmm. looked terrible. Like nothing fit. Mm-hmm. And just like commiserate for a minute. Yeah. Then you might be able to kind of like bring yourself out about it, out of it because yeah. like we've all had the group chat where you're like, 
then everybody chimes in of just like oh my god i've been feeling like such trash and it's like yeah then you feel normal and you don't look at everyone else around you it's just like a stick and you're like Mm. well i need to be better yes one thing that really helps me is like you know when you're at a party and there's one person who's just bringing the mood down because they hate themselves and then (laughs) they're like just like a prick in the room and you're like dude you're just like i don't want to be that yeah and that's i sometimes i pretend like if someone's watching me if if I'm like, if I'm a celebrity, I'm Billie Eilish. Do you want to see Billie Eilish saying, I look like shit right now? No, you want to see her saying, I don't know why I used her. Just people love no, her. No, she's very yeah. body positive. Yeah, yeah. someone who's she's like, you, you would be shocked to th- see Ariana Grande say like, oh, I hate myself today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you want to be that person who's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And that's been helping me lately. From the outside, I mm-hmm. <laughs> would Maddie Smith look strong in a Marshall's dressing room hating herself no so she's not going to (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we have a couple of questions that we ask all of our guests so we want to ask you what's the best piece of dating advice you've ever received Ooh, um if if he wants it he'll show it Mm. that's pretty much it Mm -hmm. okay Um, like wants you if he wants you he'll show it Mm -hmm. um if he's playing games he doesn't want it you know that mm. kind of thing okay. if he's being flaky he doesn't want it and once i got into my first relationship that was like incredibly secure and easy i was like oh i was being a fool mm. i was being a fool so yeah don't try to read into is he like like trying to like lead me on by not texting me for a week no he doesn't like <laughs> <laughs> i could have just like good. like passed on so many dudes if i would just like read into their bad communication as like very true you don't like me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we say that all the time of just like if someone's interested they're gonna let you know yeah you know yeah men Mm -hmm. are not as complicated as we're allowing them to be no no no. they're definitely not Not a whole lot going on up there no there's literally nothing there's like a cartoon it's like mario he's bouncing up and hitting the gold coins that's it's just that's that in a loop and maybe a little bit of chess Maybe. Yeah, maybe trust. If they're yeah. lucky. Yeah. Man. If they're smart. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that pretty much that. And also, I will say, men do love a confident gal. They mm. can smell out. If you just go in, tits out, what's up, let's fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They'll probably be down, you know? It's like, we, we give them too much power. Okay. Like, is he going to like this? Well, who cares? Mm. Well, thank you so much. This has been so much yeah, fun. Of course. Yeah. It's been awesome. So everybody, all right, thank you again for coming on. And guys, if you're not following Maddie already, you should at so Maddie Smith. Instagram, Twitter, everywhere you can find her. Catch her out on Wild and Out. Yes. And uh, check out her podcast, That Time of the Week Pop. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Really yeah. fun. Thank you for coming on. Um, and as always, you can follow us at Shooters Gotta Shoot Pod. And make sure you pay attention because we're doing a bunch of giveaways coming up, as always. And I'm at Sparica with two A's. And I'm at the Guaca underscore Molly. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.